Mulestein in the shotgun left. Alonalua is now going to go out left side. Here's the snap and a throw midfield. It's going to be intercepted. It's intercepted by Hawkins for the Bears. Unbelievable. And there's going to be a pro set formation. Now Malik McMorris is going to step up to the line. So shotgun left. Brown Jr. is the tailback now at the left hip of Garbers, who's going to take the long snap. Drops back into the pocket, throws deep left side. It's going to be caught by Kenavainoa at the two-yard line. Out of the shotgun is Garbers. Hands it off, and actually it's a play. Quarterback keep, and Garbers gets into the end zone. Touchdown, California from four yards out. How about that intro for Bear Talk? That's what I'm talking about, Sam. Woo, Sam Wiseman making some intros this year for us here in the Calix Sports Department. Gotta love that guy. Great job on the call tonight by Sam Wiseman and Sid Nike down at Hospa Pavilion. Unfortunately, they had to call another California men's basketball loss. Not the worst thing ever, though. It, you know, could be worse is one way people might put it. Cal gets down by ASU 80-66. to down here in Berkeley, California. Hello, everyone. I'm Jesse O. I'm coming to you live from the basement of Barrels Hall in the Calex Main Air Studio. Yeah, that's right. We got Bear Talk in the Main Air Studio tonight. How about that? I'm very excited. I got a whole hour with you tonight. I got some special guests coming on in a little bit. I might have Sam Wiseman on, might have Sid Nike on. I will have Nash Solomon here. Unfortunately, Jake Normington can't be here tonight. He is on another assignment. But we wish him all the best, and hopefully he'll be back with us soon. He's actually uh, one of our special correspondents um, from Arizona, which is cool. So he was down there for the Arizona game that Nash and I went down to call um, back in October. So it was always good having him down there with us. But unfortunately, he could not make it tonight. So we'll have Nash Solomon here with me, along with Sam Wiseman in just a little bit, who just called that game for you again, Cal and ASU. Played down at Haas Pavilion. Unfortunately, Cal does not come out victorious. They get down 80-66. to Cal did not score in the last three and a half minutes of that ball game. The last four shots they took in the ball game, they missed. And Arizona State, in classic fashion, five of their last five from the field. So, of course, we, we talked about that a lot. There's other bigger and better things to move on to, and I just wanted to give you a recap of that real quick. We have so much jam-packed for you here on Bear Talk. We're going to talk a lot of Cal sports. We might talk a little um, college sports real quick because we did have the national championship on Monday down in Santa Clara, California at Levi's Stadium where the 49ers play, but this year it did host the national championship game. That was Clemson and Alabama in which Clemson won. We'll get to that in just a second here on Bear Talk, your special edition, of course, as Sam mentioned. We have a full hour for you here. We go up until 9.30 today, which, you know, is pretty nice. It's a... a nice Wednesday night here in Berkeley, California, as we're going to get started here. A little professional uh, football news here um, for your California Golden Bears. Everything we have today pretty much relates to the Golden Bears, but just, you know, in a grander scheme, all four former Cal players on rosters of NFL wild card round teams have advanced to the divisional round of the league's playoffs next Saturday and Sunday, January 12th and 13th. Cal has a total of... Of eight former players who finished their collegiate eligibility with the Golden Bears on active rosters of the eight divisional round teams. 
So, how about that? LP Latisseur was the first former Cal player in the wildcard round advance after Dallas held off Seattle for a 24-22 victory over Seattle on Saturday night. He participated in 11 plays as the Cowboys' long snapper. Three more pro bears, Keenan Allen, Brandon Manbeam, and Richard Rogers were all on teams that moved on Sunday. Allen had a game-high tying four catches for 37 yards in the Los Angeles Chargers' 23-17 win over Baltimore, while Mebane is on the team's 53-man playoff roster, but according to the Chargers, missed the game for reasons not because of injury. Rodgers played in Philadelphia's 16-15 win in Chicago, but did not record any statistics other than just participation in that game. The four Bears that were on winning wildcard round teams join four other individual round that play for teams who round early or round, excuse me, round earned wildcard buys in CJ Anderson and Jared Goff, uh, both on the Los Angeles Rams, Cameron Jordan for New Orleans, and Mitchell Stewart's for Kansas City. So the Bears have some pro players. And while we're on this football topic, unfortunately, it's going to get. A little change of pace here as um, it's with a heavy heart that we announced that Bryce Turner, a sophomore cornerback with the Cal football team, has passed away Saturday following a medical emergency that occurred while he was home with his family earlier this week. Turner, from Lakewood, California, starred at St. John's Bosco High School and attended Long Beach City College before enrolling at Cal and joining the football program in the spring of 2017. Nice guy. Got to meet him a few times. Um, and it just, you know... We have heavy hearts here, and it's just tragic for someone to pass away that early. He was 19 years old. Um, In the words of Jim Nalton, our hearts are broken with this unimaginable tragedy. Bryce was a young man with a bright future and a valued member of our football team and the Cal family. His life was taken far too soon, and he will be deeply missed. Our thoughts and prayers are with Bryce's family, friends, teammates, and coaches during this difficult time, and we will do all that we can to support each other, his family, our students, and the entire Cal community through this grieving process. And Justin Wilcox added on that we are deeply saddened by Bryce's passing. This is an extremely difficult day for everyone. Our heartfelt sympathies go out to Bryce's family, friends, teammates, and so many others who have been a part of his life. No words can accurately describe the pain we feel in our hearts right now. We'll always remember Bryce and how he impacted all of us with Cal football. So you can go on Twitter. You can see more about that. Go on calbears.com. Read up about it a little more. That's probably all I'll say about it right now because we do want to keep the mood a little lighter here on Bear Talk. Just thought it would be worth mentioning that, you know, he was a great guy. I got to know him a little bit um, over my couple of years here at Cal. And, uh, you know, just gone a little too soon. Bryce Turner, uh, may you rest in peace. And thank you for everything, bud. On a brighter side of things, we do have women's basketball coming up as Cal is going down to Arizona. They're going to play Arizona and Arizona State. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing to watch Cal women's basketball team play. They went 1-1 last week. Uh, On Sunday, they got their first Pac-12 win over USC. Unfortunately, they got downed by UCLA uh, a couple days before that on Friday. I actually got a chance to call that game, and it was very close down to the final seconds. Got a few good calls that game, and Cal... Man, this women's team is good, and you know they're going to show you something. But it doesn't help that they're in a division or a conference with you know most of them are top ranked teams. You got Oregon State, you got Oregon, you got Stanford, and it's just hard. It's hard to be in the Pac-12 when you're on a women's basketball team, and you know they're doing pretty well so far themselves. At the same time, 
you know, they're looking forward to this week and new beginnings. With that said, we're going to take a quick little break here on your Golden Bears Radio Network, and we're going to come back with more Bear Talk right after this on your Golden Bears Radio Network, 90.7 FM, KLX Berkeley, your best source for Cal Sports. We are back here in the basement of Barrels Hall. Sam Wiseman rejoins me from the broadcast just a couple minutes ago. Sam, unfortunately, you know, not the best game. We we lost, called. Jesse. Yes, not the get- best game you've ever called, right? No, it, it was. It, you know, it was for the, about the first half of it. It was. Uh, it was pretty good. Had a had a, a nice layup by uh, by Matt Bradley. Uh, that was a, that was mm-hmm. a highlight. Connor Vanover made a three. That was amazing. He's Ooh. like a, a giant string bean. He made a three. That was a. Uh, I like giant string beans. <laughs> yeah. Oop. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you do, Jesse. St- keeps I'm you healthy. It does. Doesn't it? You know, oh yeah, make your urine smell a little interesting. Oh okay, okay. That's asparagus. I, hey, 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 <laughs> Jesse, uh, you research, please, yes, please. That is my research. Uh, anyway, I, I, I hear we're talking some uh, some women's basketball. I was we, uh, Sid and I are uh, are yeah. here as well. Sid, Sid, Sid hello. I've joined. I've joined, guys. Say hello. Sid's here. Sid, how are no you? Jake Normington, but, no but Jake Normington, but yes, Sid Knight. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I'm loving I'm loving the bear talk vibe in here tonight. We got yes. we got a lamp, we got a red lamp. We can dim the we lights, although no one on the studio. no one on the radio will be able to will be able to comprehend. I like what, it. Ooh, lights it's studio, but I can't really see Jesse from where I'm sitting. So that well, kind of that's, that's by design. Me, you know, that he wants to see me. That's no, he, he wants yeah, to see but, me. You know, I think that's what he's saying. You two should switch spots. <laughs> and me and Sid can make yeah, intense eye contact. Cues, you know, the rest but, uh, of the time we're on the air. I'll just read from Sam though. Well, I am. I'm glad we're all here on Bear Talk now available as a podcast. If you're listening on the podcast. Welcome. It's uh, anchor.fm slash bear talk is the location. Anchor, How are we ooh. distributing the money from Anchor? This, uh, do- there's Spotify. no money. There's no money. <laughs> Where you, if there were a way to, to, to make money out of this, don't you think that we would have figured it out yeah, by now, Sid? No, no, no. No, Just, no, no. You know, a little, a little. no it's, uh, it's anchor.fm slash bear talk. It's free because I don't even know how you charge money for a podcast. <laughs> uh, Spotify gives you like boot, a bootleg. Like no, no, no. No, no, no. One ten thousandth of a penny? Yeah, one millionth of a penny <laughs> per, per listen. Anchor.fm slash bear talk. Uh, welcome in. In to segment number two, yeah. and, and Jesse, uh, you mentioned football. I really want to talk about the championship game, yeah, but well, I, I want to wait till Nash. Yes. Nash is Nash is gonna <laughs> is gonna join us We're soon. Nash Solomon. Yeah, I, I I know. I see you're itching to talk about some beach volleyball, but oh. I'd like to skip all of that. Why, and, please? We're not I'd talking like, about baseball, Sam. I, well, do not say <laughs> we're talking about baseball right now. Because no, I know exactly the Nuggets. Though, right? Hey, hey. First of all, yes, first of all, exactly first of all, do you know who I who I had a nice conversation with before this this basketball game today? Jesse O. No, I had a, oh. a great conversation with with Ben Enos, the uh, okay. the uh, sports information director yes. for baseball here. Yes. It was uh, it was good. He he stopped by. He awesome. was that was he. We're we're in. We're gonna we're oh, gonna get. Geez. We're get, look five weeks till pitchers. <laughs> hey hey, five weeks till pitchers and catchers. Five oh, weeks. Oh okay, actually now five we're weeks. talking about this. I do have some news for you. ATT Park. Yeah, no Oracle Park. AT&T Oracle Park. Park. It is now called wow. Oracle Park. Home with the Raiders, right? That, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be terrible. Raiders, be the Oakland sick. Raiders to the San Francisco Raiders, and then 
the Santa Clara Forty ers I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure that's like the last resort for the Ra- yeah. for the Raiders. Like if I'm if I'm the Raiders, I that's like the, the worst oh, place dude, to go. What are you talking about? All your fans are in Oakland. Why they're not going to go to San Antonio, like you know, or wherever? Sure. Or let's London. just let's just have road games for the first half of the season. Then uh, that's what are, you, what are you talking about? Because you have to play baseball there. Oh, uh, yeah. You have to switch it back and forth. Really, yeah, but they already do that. Yeah, yeah, but that's where that. that's at the Coliseum. That's designed Legendary. to do that. Legendary. It's like the old Mile High Stadium. It's, no, Oracle Park. Look, I'm shout out to the Coliseum. I'm excited. I've always hated AT and T, so this is a this is a big win like for me personally. The, the name AT and T, you've or hated you just like the, no, 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 the, the Giants. The, their coverage, it's just it was the horrible. Company. You didn't like yeah. the company of AT and T. Well, of course. Have you ever <laughs> been on AT and T, Jesse? I have. I hear it's pretty well, good. I'm on Xfinity Mobile now. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> wow. Verizon's the Check way to go. Me out, That's baby. Crazy, it actually, yeah. is Verizon. No, it's I got Verizon. T-Mobile. I'm on that cheap it's, life. Yeah, it's pretty similar. No, Anyways. no, no, no. So, so Oracle Bar. Although I'm gonna say, as far as cell, cell coverage goes, Oracle does not do a better job than AT and T. I mean, because they don't do cell coverage. Well, so, yeah, I'm under if, the if that's the don't. metric, AT and T's definitely better. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, yeah, Oracle Park. I, it was just announced today by former Bear graduate Larry Bear. Fun yeah, Larry, Bear, former Calix uh, sports director yes, Larry Bear. He used to be a Calix sports. There's director. a picture of him up on the wall just outside. There is. So how oh about, yeah, there yeah, totally there, is. There, there definitely is. Yeah, Larry, Larry Bear, my hero. I think wow. Your hero. Oh, wow. Look to to, to have to have guy, look look to have Denver to, guy. to have wow. the cojones the. The the yeah, sh- yeah, the yeah. Schputz, the we know what you're talking about. The, anyways, the, don't don't get us canceled. Don't to get us do canceled. hey, not the Giddish is not a bad. This, Sid, don't discriminate. <laughs> the, to have the the sh- the shalama the sh- shalutzits. We, we know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, uh, to Lord. to uh, to go uh, to go uh, right up to old crotchety Charlie Finley and, and get a radio contract for sick. eleven games. Yeah, That's uh, that you, you know what? That's uh, it, it is it is uh, it's very it's very sick. Said, yeah, exactly. Is, is what it is. Exactly. Anyway, uh, no, I don't really want to talk about baseball. I want to talk about the Nugs. The, the I was actually just you're about the to only say, one who wants to talk about basketball. Hey, about wait, we just got done with basketball. Okay, you know, basketball this topic. is this is the Cal the Cal Sports Podcast. But you know, I, I'm sitting here with with Sid Nike and Jesse O, two of the the biggest Golden State Warriors fans as wow. of like 2013. I don't know if I want to take that. As of 2013, I don't take that, yeah. yeah, I've been watching them for my whole life. Yeah, Jesse's really? been here a minute. Yes. Jesse's been here a minute. I am. I've been, wa- I've been, I've been watching the Warriors I've been a since Warriors we believe 2012. Andres Bedrins and whoever. Wow. What's what's Bear the line? Davis, what's right? the line? I have two favorite teams. Uh, first one is from where I'm from, and the second one is whoever happens to be the best right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Sick. it's it's helpful that my team that I've grown up watching is now the best team ever. Well, in my opinion, right now, you know, yeah. you know, actually, in most been a, been a tough year though. Been hey, a tough hey, year. go Nugs, go Nugs. For... How can they be the best ever? If not even the best in the Western Conference. That's yeah, what I want to know. I mean, it's we're the not first the best year in the Western in, Conference uh, until until Demarcus Cousins makes his return on January 18th. Look, and then is that confirmed? No, 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 no. It's I just I just heard today. It's early February. Is it confirmed January 18th? They said they were saying January 18th all of yesterday. And you see the Clay thing yesterday, Jesse? You see the Clay thing? Oh, yeah. I said on the broadcast. Listen, the the Nuggets are so good, so good, so good. Who's the point guard? Who's the point guard? Listen, listen. Who's the point guard? Listen, Sid, Sid, listen. 
the Warriors can be however much, you know, they can do, the Warriors and the Rockets, for all I'm concerned, can slug it out in the Western Conference semifinals only to get destroyed by the Nuggets in the finals. That's my... The Nuggets are not making it to who's the Western their, Conference who's their finals. Point, who's their point guard? Who's your point guard, Sid? <laughs> Stephen Curry. That's what I'm saying. Look, you know, I'll take who, I don't know who the Denver... Jokic, I literally don't even know. Jokic is so good. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, okay, I'll give Yeah, Jokic that. is cool. I like he's Jokic. So, he's, he's a not, nice guy. He's not DeMarcus Cousins, He seems like a cool good. guy. All right, I give you... I, I say I like the Nuggets. I don't know anything about the Nuggets, <laughs> yeah. but, Hey, I don't hey, think he plays much defense. Hey, go Nugs. That's what I've heard. Go, hey, go Nugs. you know who doesn't play much defense? James Harden. Yeah, James yeah, Harden yeah. does not play defense. Although You see that been... step back thing? Yeah, like with a... Steph Curry like doing a step back move and then comparing it. That was the first with... time ever he'd, he'd done that. No, and then comparing it with James Harden and just like mm-hmm. noticing. It's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy what goes on in the NBA. Yeah. With regards to James Harden. Well, you know, James Harden had a, what What did you say, Jesse? 37, 37 points? How many no, points he had today? F- over 40. 40 th- 43 points. Yeah. yeah. 43 points today and still lost. Yeah. Shuts out. I mean, they're, they're doing uh, better, sucks. though. They started bad, but uh, they've picked it up recently. I mean, they almost beat the Warriors, man. I was at that game six, by the way. You know, shout out to my parents who got me the ticket. But Really? Yeah, it was a great time. Game six? I was at game six uh, in the Rocket Series. You know, Warriors went down by like 20 in the first quarter. Whole crowd was silent. Then things turned around. Won the game. Won the series. Won the title. Wow. Capiche. Amazing. Anyways, as Nash Solomon pulls up, we're going to take a quick break real quick, and we will come back and talk all the football your guys' heart desires right here on your Golden Bears Radio Network 90.7 FM. KALX Berkeley, your best source for Cal Sports. And we are back here. With Bear Talk, Jesse O alongside Sam Wiseman and Nash Solomon finally joins us in the house. Partner, how are you? I haven't seen you since we went to Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix was rough, man. Oh, Phoenix was, was really rough. rough you guys know, you see the Cheez-It Bowl, the, uh, it got rated the best bowl game of the season by CBS Sports. So you guys that, were there for that? Oh, not I, I, I thought you said TV ratings, like just their opinion. Oh no, 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 no! But it, it was, did it was like num- number one. Yeah, like it was no, no. CBS called it number one because like, just because no one will ever forget it. I think was the line there. Well, That's pretty the best part about it was everyone keeps asking me, like, "Oh man, what a brutal game to be at." It was actually really exciting being there. The whole environment, <laughs> of it, like, like seeing all the interceptions, oh, was almost man. like you were seeing like Madhouse Mania live. Like it was exciting. For the first three picks, the next six weren't that fun, but that environment was insane. One of the, <laughs> one of the best football environments. <laughs> one of the best football environments I've been in, and it was in a baseball. A baseball field, it yeah. tells you something about you know baseball. I think yeah, it was exciting baseball. for me because I had an eleven fifty five p.m. flight to get on, and I did not know if I was you know going to make. I, it or not. I was sitting here in studio. Dude, we were doing the doing the post game, and Jesse, yeah. uh, Jesse, Jesse, sitting there trying to trying to get off the air as quickly as possible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nash, we we the funny thing is we pack up super quick, and you know everyone's going out of the post game press conference and everything. And we're just trying to find our way out of the stadium. And we get end up getting in the car, and I think it's like ten fifty five at that point. But we that airport, over so airport, quick. got through. Hey, shout out to TSA pre though. That's all I'm saying. But football is done. Yeah, football is done, football except is for done. the national championship that oh, was on oh. Monday. You know, Clemson tops number one Bama for the national title. I know Nash probably has a lot to say about this, but hey, Trevor I'm, Lawrence I'm passes for 347 yards and three touchdowns, and the second-ranked Tigers beat number one Alabama 44-16 to on Monday night in the College National Football Championship game down in Santa Clara, California. In the fourth consecutive playoff meeting between the Tigers and the Tide, Clemson evened the series and beat Bama for the national championship for the second time in three years. I Clemson, know. I, I was there, Jesse. Yeah, well, uh-huh. the game? 
No, I didn't no, go. To, didn't, didn't I wish though. I that would based. I would have gone just to see the first quarter in person. Like I seriously should have scored like well, some cheap really tickets. Yeah. Get that, this. Uh, Get this though. Clemson is the first college football team to finish fifteen and zero since the eighteen hundreds, and the first team since the playoff started five seasons ago to get through a season unscathed. Well, they're the first team since since Penn in eighteen ninety seven to to go fifteen and zero undefeated. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. Dabo Sweeney has built a dynasty in Clemson. So you, Clemson yeah. was a school in the ACC that was, which the ACC a few years ago was not a football conference. It's always been a basketball It's still conference. not 100% a football conference. It's getting that way, though, and it's because of Clemson. And it used to not be a football conference, and Dabo Sweeney was a middle of the pack in the ACC with Clemson. And what he's done there the last five years, more importantly the last three years, two and three years, it's historic. Not many coaches can say they've done that. And Dabo Sweeney has already entered the conversation with probably the top 10 best college football coaches that have ever coached the sport of football. Well, here's the thing as far as a, a dynasty goes. If Alabama had won that game, they would have been 3-1 and one against Clemson throughout those past uh, four well, yes, playoff yeah. meetings. Five and eight years. Yeah, but, but, like but, uh, but I don't know. My question for you, if you're going to call Clemson a dynasty, have Alabama as a dynasty too, They've right? been solidified a, oh, dynasty, been since, a dynasty since probably like 2013. I think yeah. they won two and three years. They won 2009 against Texas, and then in 2013 12? it was Notre Dame or 2012 yeah. Notre Dame. So that yeah. right there is already two and four years or two and three years, Nick Saban's the greatest college football coach of all time. And they're, oh, that's a guarantee. There's no debate. Yeah. I saw someone... And Dabo Sweeney has sort of owned him. Two and one in national title games against yeah, the greatest There was the 24-6 game last year. That was... Oh, of course, yeah. yes. Well, that was, that's a little different. I mean, you talk about on the main stage, he had a true freshman out there. Trevor Lawrence, the first true freshman to win the national championship and started that game. We saw... Uh, to attack of tongue of Iloa do that last year, but he obviously only came in for the first, fourth quarter. But Dabo Sweeney owning Nick Saban is almost one of the most incredible things that you can say in sports, other than probably Tom Coughlin being two and zero against Bill Belichick, who is obviously the greatest NFL coach of all time. It's pretty funny. I'd say uh, Bill Walsh is pretty good too. Oh, I, he's up there, opinion, but they, they, there's no debate with no. Belichick being. Belichick's there. Ah, yeah. I don't like Belichick. Well, Belichick and Saban are, are are like best friends. They were on the same. Of course, they are almost together. the same yeah, person. Of course, they are. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Darth Saban City comes City with that Belichick tree. And, and Justin Wilcox wants to be both of them. It's totally hostile to the media. It's not, not saying anything. Yeah. Justin Wilcox very like he's very kindly hostile. Is that is that like yeah? He's, he's, he's like, he's like shut up, but I love you. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> no. just a very modest guy, good demeanor. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are almost like F you. Yeah, I, I like that part of them. Okay, now back to you know this game. Did you Clemson you, you, destroys you, you, Bama forty four to sixteen? Trevor Lawrence will be the first pick in the draft when he is eligible. Yeah, take, which it, will take be, it or leave it. No, he will. Be. Two years. He will. But a two, lot. He's got two years. A lot can change because I mean, remember when Sam Darnold took over for Max Brown mm-hmm. at SC? Uh, Max Brown just has a horrific start for SC. They start out like one and three, and everyone, okay, Sam Donald, not this draft, but the next draft, he will be number one. And they thought the same thing for Josh Rosen when he broke that true freshman, or I think just freshman record for UCLA for the most passing yards in his first start. And I, I don't remember what year, I think it was 2016 was Josh Rosen's first year. Both those guys, when they're at their peak, oh, he's going one, he's going one. Now, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be the one of the most touted prospects we've seen probably since like Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah. I, we're obviously not old enough to remember that, but just, or Andrew Luck. I can remember Andrew Luck. Everyone knew Andrew Luck's going to be a superstar. He's going one. And that's what it feels like for Trevor Lawrence. 
But a lot can change in two years, just like yeah. it did for Josh Rosen and Sam Donald. But as I never, now, would I, you take it or leave it? Oh, I would take it because okay. I mean that's that's not going to be next year draft. The year after that, yeah. you got to figure they're going to go to the next two national championships. I mean, probably. he's also going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. Yeah, he's, he's already six, six, six six. He's big. So yeah, I as never a freshman. I, I never like to to do the whole absolute number one overall pick because you never know what, what needs the teams are going to have, and you, you can't you can't ever rule out a team being you know. A, not not NFL, intelligent, but NFL has always been an offensive league, and it's gearing more towards. I'll it. So say quarterbacks everything. Definitely yeah. the first quarterback off the board, no yeah. question. Yes. I, but you know, it, it, and another it'll, thing it'll too, his two here. top receivers. I'm drawing a blank on their names. Etienne. What was that? Etienne. It was a running back. Etienne. Uh, no, it was Ross. And so I'm oh. drawing a blank. Ross, Ross wasn't even. I don't think he was one of their top receivers. He just made those two incredible yeah. catches. And, but all those guys are freshmen. Yeah. Like uh, so, this team's gonna grow together. And the most incredible thing about it is that main receiver, I'm drawing a blank on his name right Justin now. Justin Ross and T. Higgins. T. Higgins, there you go. He's actually from the state of Alabama. Yeah. Only he and Jameis Winston are like the only two top prospects that are from Alabama and didn't go to Alabama. They went out of state. Other than that, they'd probably end up going to Auburn. But they went out of their state, and I understand why Jameis Winston did it, obviously, because back at that time, Bama wasn't centered around a quarterback. They didn't really worry about that because they had such great running backs. But just a receiver like that, knowing that there's great quarterback. Two years ago, um, Tua obviously wasn't at Bama yet, but Jalen Hurts was. So it's almost impressive that he still managed to get out of there. And kudos to Dabo Sweeney, still finding ways to get. And how about that? Did you guys see the end of the game? Yeah. yeah. Here, here at some place in California, wherever we are. It's right, not like, even just that, but one of the, one of the D linemen comes in, and he's already making a recruiting pitch right when they just finished yeah, winning that the was, championship. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. And that's that whole, just that the whole Dabo way. They hilarious. recruit. Oh, that was, they definitely That was recruit. good. No, the um, – yeah, no, I, that, that whole game, that was uh, – you saw the ESPN mega cast – Things right, mm-hmm. you saw it, Nash. Yeah, the, they like, ESPN they, two. They, I can they watch. had the uh, they had McFarland watching a, the game. They, I watched him watching the game. Yeah, they, they had a they had a blimp cast. The first time ever they did a blimp <laughs> cast. They, it was just the game, and then a, the split screen was people watching the game on a blimp. So on the Goodyear ESPN, blimp. The ESPN. They, they were well, 18, ABC, 18 different eighteen different channels that that game was on. Eighteen different di- streams. They did like a data cast, a spider cam. There's one where you just see Which like the, the over. I just want the normal one. Me too. Uh, Got to get me some oh, yeah, some normal. Kirk Herbstreit, right? Kirk uh-huh. Herbstreit's good. Yeah. He's really All right. Good. Question for y'all. Take it or leave it. That was the most uneventful college football playoffs that you've ever seen. No. The whole playoffs? Because a lot of people are saying... The championship game itself or all, all three of the games? All three of the games. No, leave it. Well, there's only been five years. Uh, I don't know. That first year was very uneventful, but the championship game seemed uneventful. I think it was down in Phoenix that year. Maybe that was last year. It was the first year Deshaun Watson yeah. played Bama. And like Bama had a 14-point lead with a couple minutes to go. Didn't seem too exciting. And it was kind of a down year for college football. That Oklahoma, but, that Oklahoma game was, was a good game. I'll say the I Oklahoma, guess, I Alabama, guess. Bama. It, it got it, it got out of hand. Alabama and, was going to win though. That was the thing. It got so. out of hand in garbage time. In Look, terms of the I whole thought playoff, it was, it was I'll granted. Take it. In I, terms of the whole playoff, that was the most uneventful. Yeah. But the most eventful national championship would have been 2013 Alabama Notre Dame. It was like uh, yeah. 45 to three. Uh, Notre Dame's always fraudulent when they're in these big games. That was yeah. back in the Manti Teo days. It was awful. I think that. Notre Dame does not need to be in another college football playoff. No, See, I, don't, I, don't, I, I disagree that they I disagree that they're this. they're fraudulent. Look, they played well okay. enough to be they went, they played well enough to well, be in the playoff. They were undefeated, so obviously you got to put them in. Yeah, but look at all their games. They didn't play anybody special in every game they played close. They almost lost no. the Navy at the end of the three quarters. It was like a a six point game, eight point game. 
they just shouldn't have been in, but the record says they have to get in. And when you're that big of a brand, you're going to get in. And I know the, the committee says those don't factor into it, but it's like last year, Bama was the four seed. They probably shouldn't have got in, but recency bias plays a factor in it. Heritage of a program factor. Okay, so it. if Notre Dame doesn't make it into the college football playoff this year, who Georgia. deserves it? Well, Georgia was, was the it next. Georgia? Was jo- it Georgia was Ohio State? Probably Georgia. Georgia team, was fifth. A team that I liked a lot was LSU, but they had I think they had two losses, so it wasn't going to get it. They destroyed UCF. That and, was, that, and that just adds that to it. That was bad. But the, when you, it's hard to get multiple teams in the SEC in there because they're all playing each other. Mm-hmm. So that's the tough part. But about what about that. Ohio State? Ohio State, it, I mean, they were also you could have played up the Urban yet. Mayor thing, right? Yeah, like, his last Meyer. game ever. You know, he's going to the, he's in the college football playoff. Like, I think that'd the, be pretty the, cool. The Rose Bowl was big enough for him. That was a talking about the Rose Bowl. That was a horrible game. That was a bad game. That was a back door. Pac twelve. that was a Pac twelve. That was a Pac twelve backdoor cover. Yeah, <laughs> it made it interesting. A little backdoor cover made it interesting, but yeah, Ohio State they played solid and. Ha- Dwayne Haskins is probably going to be the first quarterback off the board. Yep. Although, a little bit of interesting stuff going on with Kyler Murray. He's going to end yeah, the, the draft. athletics. I mean, I, I, this, this is all speculation, yeah. but just people I know that are really into the draft and they cover the draft, they really think somebody's going to be so in love with him and desperate to get him, they might trade up to one. Arizona might entertain the offer to move that and get multiple picks in the first round and why get would Arizona, Kyler one. Why would Arizona Jeremy get Rosen. Kyler one with Rosen? Rosen is not your No, they're going to trade the yeah. pick. Oh, okay. Somebody's going to be yeah. so in love and they'll trade for that one. Okay. I don't th- I, I'm not convinced Kyler's going to be a great NFL player. Now, he's talented, and the way the NFL's heading towards now, that type of quarterback is successful, right? And you can't say he's just a system guy because I said that about Baker, and Baker finishes the year 5-2 and two once he had... A decent coach, right? This guy's getting a Baker jersey. I guarantee it. Not gonna. Be. I do like Baker though. <laughs> it, ever since Baker first got to Oklahoma as junior two uh-huh. years ago, I thought he was phenomenal. There's just things that he has that you can't teach, like his competitiveness, his his edginess, his hate of Kansas. Not just that, but <laughs> but you just don't ordinarily see a quarterback like act kind of outlandish about yeah like that, and it almost was good for him because. Just his style of play, so confident. And yeah. sometimes you want your quarterback to be so confident like that. And he has the legs. He has the arm. Maybe he's a little bit too sporadic upstairs, but he doesn't make the bad decisions. <laughs> he doesn't make the bad decisions in between the whistles. He makes the bad decisions after the whistle. Well, here's the thing about about Kyler Murray. I'm just, see if if Oklahoma had won and gone to the national championship, I'm pretty sure Kyler Murray would have declared. But it, as it stands, 100 percent. No, he's going like, to enter the draft. The, a, the A's are confident he's going to enter the draft, and that's what's worrying them. Well, and I think the deadline's can... the deadline's in what a week and a half. Yeah, he's a he... good baseball player, though. Yeah, have you seen? They're going to put him. They he's said they really were going to they were going to put him with the big club this spring training. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. He probably would have ended up playing what Triple A right away. You don't no, think... no. They said they were going to. He's going to be with Where's the big Triple A team, like Maine or something. Not no. They just they actually they just switched their affiliation. Well, there, there's one no, in Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. They, yeah. That's the A's now. But mm-hmm. I think that's the Triple A. I, I I was told by somebody that works or the like I work at NBC. There's like the guy that covers the A's. Uh, somehow, some way, he has ties. He thought he was going to the double A affiliate. I think it's in like Maine or something. Mm-hmm. You don't go from being the man, which is the quarterback spot at one of the most qualified and highly touted programs in the country at Oklahoma, make the playoffs, and say, huh, I'm going to step away from this. Let me go to the middle of nowhere in Maine, play triple A baseball, double A baseball, wherever he ends well, up. Here's the thing. He's going to want to play football. For context. You're the man playing quarterback. For context, like the, like double A is like where someone like Andrew Vaughn would probably go. And okay. Andrew Vaughn, does, even Andrew Vaughn doesn't go to solid triple A. And Andrew Vaughn was a better baseball player than Kyler Murray uh, this past year. It's, but, you know, I, I, I see what you're... I think the A's feel that threat you, that he no, might no. go pro, so that's where they want to put him in the bigs right away. Uh, yeah, they're definitely going to... They, they mm-hmm. brought him up. You saw they had that uh, that photo op last year, that weird thing where they brought him yeah, up to hit batting practice. Yeah, he, yeah, 
he had batting practice. He did uh, which you know normally they'll come out to like Joey Bart came out to to that Giants game, but they don't have him like dress in the A's I've uniform. I've never seen and, Kyler and play baseball. By the throws he makes, I'm sure he's, he. What does he play? Outfield, shortstop. What does he? He's play? an. Uh, he, he's no, an he's an outfielder. Yeah, he's an outfielder. So I'm sure he has a great arm because I've seen him make baseball throws all yeah. the time when he plays. Just like Brandon McIlwain. Bringing it back to Cal right, Sports. Right, right. <laughs> We're not going to talk about him right now. But the thing about Kyler, I, I just don't know how successful he can be at the NFL level, but his skill set and the numbers he put up at a very high level in college doesn't always translate to NFL. We've seen that a lot. But a part of me just doesn't know if I can be completely confident that he can be successful, but his skill set might say otherwise. He has the legs. He has the arm. He's very poised. He's confident in the pocket. He's not afraid to get out of the pocket. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a team that would be desperate enough for a QB to trade up maybe in the top 10 to try to get him. I can't see the Giants getting him. I think they're in love with Dwayne Haskins, the kid from Ohio State. I can't State. believe the Jaguars signed Blake Bortles to three years. Well, that, and that's, that's another thing. That could use the them. NFL window is so small. You have yeah. to take advantage of it. Because look, at, they didn't, Kirk Cousins obviously did not play up to standard in Minnesota because they went, they went to the NFC Championship last year with Case Keenum, yeah. who, was their, who was their third string to start the year. Uh, now, don't don't remind me of the the Case Keenum saga. No, but uh, but imagine if imagine right. if Kirk Cousins has an offer from the Jags. The Jags bring him in. You're being compared to Blake Bortles, and yeah, Blake Bortles got you the AFC Championship, and he's awful. But you wouldn't be upset if you didn't make the AFC Championship the next year with Kirk Cousins, because either way, you're in a better quarterback situation. The Vikings are almost in a worse quarterback situation and a worse salary cap situation by paying him all that money. Because Case Keenum obviously was a way better fit for that team, and they. They probably shouldn't have. They probably shouldn't have paid him, but they did. Yeah, that's right. While while we're on the topic of the uh, NFL, I guess. So we got divisional round this week: Colts and Chiefs, and Cowboys and Rams are on Saturday. I love Saturday football, honestly. Saturday NFL football. Fun makes fact me so about happy. that: that's yes. a home game for the Cowboys. It is a home game for That'll the Cowboys. That'll be a home game yep. for the Cowboys uh-huh. in LA. All the Cowboy fans down there. Yep. And then Sunday, you got the Chargers at the Patriots, and the Eagles are going down to New Orleans now. New Orleans. Obviously, this is a good matchup. I mean, obviously, I think I, we all expect the Chiefs to move on. I, I think, think all I think all the home teams win. Yeah, I really, I do. really do think all the home teams win. And then it's not going to be easy, though. Yeah, do the Rams or the Chiefs? I want a Rams Chiefs rematch for the NFC Championship. Well, that'd be the Super Bowl Rams Chiefs. Oh yeah, no, never mind. I but that's a lie. I, I would want so that a Super Bowl. Ha- That'd be cool. I think this is how it's the Saints go. are good though. Saints are phenomenal. The Saints are good. They didn't and look that well the last few weeks though. No, but they were resting no, guys. Yeah, it had, Breeze sat out last game. But here's the thing with the Saints. I mean, they were like they went seven and nine like three seasons in a row from like 2012 to 2015. Completely revamped their team through the draft. Yeah, both sides of the ball. You still have Drew Breeze. And when they're hot, they are hot. And they have home field advantage. They're in that dome. It gets loud. They're probably they're probably going to walk right through the NFC because I don't think the Rams are going to walk into New Orleans and make some noise. Sam, we are uh, on, uh, on a, a podcast th- as well as Bear Talk right now. Can you uh, give us a yeah, little? Yeah, yeah, Bear Talk on, yeah. On, in podcast form, anchor.fm slash Bear Talk. It's a... Uh, Great place to go if you can't catch Bear Talk live. There's also going to be bonus content on the podcast version of Bear Talk. And the first bonus episode is uh, going to hit the internet 
this uh, this coming the beginning of next week, and it's going to be all about Cal women's basketball. Coach Lindsey Gottlieb is this podcasted right now? Oh, it's pod. It, yeah, now, you're on a podcast. You're, you're on a podcast. That you wow. add this to your resume. No, this is yeah, a podcast. Anchor.fm slash Bear Talk for all past episodes of Bear Talk, uh, starting a, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and all future and bonus content. Anchor.fm slash Bear Talk available on Spotify and iTunes, along a, we'll with a, 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 a lot of other. Uh, Speaking of platforms, uh, so that's good. We should keep it to Cal sports. This is a fun, fun yeah, NFL talk, tangent, you, but well, yeah, yeah I say you talked about Cal women's basketball. How about the Cal men's basketball team tonight? They played. Sam, yeah, you Nash, were on the call. Na- yeah, I we 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 talked. We- <laughs> We did a long post game for for the for the basketball. So you, it was, you know, I, I want to know what you you were talking. You came in here. You're talking about Remy Martin. It was um, the Cal led by 14 points. They end up losing by 14 points, 80 to 66. It was um, it was sad. Uh, I'm gonna say it was. There were just a couple of runs, one at the end of the first half and one in the beginning of the second half, where the ASU got it to where it was close, and then they completely took over the ball game after after a tie game. And well, so- the worst stretch... Sorry, I wrote this down because I wanted to remember this. I was watching on the Pac-12. Our boy Roxy Bernstein was on the call. Cal didn't have a single field goal. And I was sitting there watching. I had two screens on. I was Phoenix Suns fan watching the Suns game as well. Cal didn't have a single field goal for 10 minutes. 17, 30 mark to seven and a half minutes. They only had four free throws in that time span. Yeah, and that I, was the I, run. Yeah, and I'm watching that offense... And I mentioned this before, six, eight months ago. Why can kind of revamp this team, tried it all over again, hit, click the reset button with more freshmen. Last year we saw six new freshmen. This year we see like four or five new ones. Two of those freshmen from last year, gone. And he was trying to build this offense. Sorry, I know you want to say something, but I got to get this out. He's trying to build this fast, up-tempo offense that shoots the ball. And I kind of saw it, but it's not successful. No, they weren't, I mean, they're jacking up threes early. They see they weren't fast either. They were just they would they would they would basically just hold outside the arc for like twenty seconds and I then think when and they're then down, they start the playing like that. But early when they're up, I mean, I'm seeing what's the suit Connor Van Vanover Connor yeah. Vanover. He's like eight foot. He five. made he made that one clutch. That was that was a, that was a good three for it. It was Vanover. like a twenty. It was like an NBA three. It was like 25, 30 feet. It was deep. Dude can't rebound. Dude no. cannot rebound. Well, here's the thing. This is what I was going to say about Cal's team. It's just their offense is such a paradox because they're it's like they're playing small ball, like with their lineup, but their bigs cannot play big. No, they can't. And their backcourt can play big. It makes no sense. Like Matt Bradley, he's almost like their center, but he's playing point guard at times too. It makes absolutely no sense. Which, by the way, He's going to be a really good player. I think he's this year's Justice Suing. He does it all. He's a better scorer than Justice Suing. It's a big guy. Yes, he's... Like 260, I think. I've got a chance to play with him a few times at the RSF playing pickup. The dude has a huge frame, great ball handling abilities. He can score almost anywhere on the floor. He's kind of like an acrobat around the rim. And his defense, I mean, he can literally guard one through five. So I think this Cal team, maybe in a few years, I don't know if they'll compete for the Pac-12, but I think they can be competitive. When we see like a Justice Suing, if he stays all four years, his senior year, and like a Matt Bradley junior year. Ooh. And just because they, be interesting. they both play that brand of basketball where we can guard anybody, we can do a lot on offense, they, I, those utility guys, they can pull anything out of the utility belt and do. The problem is, last year, Cal had the two bigs they loved playing. This year, they have the biggest big they probably ever had in Connor Vanover, and you cannot, am I saying that right? Connor Vanover? Yeah, Vanover, yeah. I don't even want to know his name. <laughs> He literally you know, gets a. Oh had, my god! He had, he had two offensive rebounds tonight. Those two offensive rebounds were as many as he had had the entire season up until tonight. He's had four offensive rebounds. He's dude's playing twelve minutes a game for this season. He has four offensive rebounds. And another thing about Cal, I think they're trying to be like a defensive oriented team because that high two three they run it's effective and they're all good at switching. They're all quick on their feet. 
but that leads to a low-scoring game. And then when the other team goes on those runs on fast breaks because your offense creates so many turnovers, that's when you fall behind. And Remy Martin tonight for ASU, the kid out of Southern California, played at Sierra Canyon. Sixth man of the year last year for a- or for the whole Pac-12. With, a, with Devin Collier, CU. Still. Still coming off the bench and still lighting it up. He almost has the Jamal Crawford esque type of game. It's like he does better coming well, off. Well, he's bench. A, yeah, he's a much better player than than two of the people uh, Bobby Hurley started tonight. Uh, Rob Edwards was he, it was Rob Edwards' third start. Sometimes of, you of just the want that thing. guy in your second. Yeah, he's so just, he can he's, run. He's, the, he's yeah, he's a much much better player, and he plays you know starter two, minutes two thirds two thirds of starter. He, he's minutes. literally what Jamal Crawford was for the Clippers. Yeah, he, he won all these six man of the year awards, but he was playing more minutes than most starters. Yeah. So Remy Remy Martin was Remy Martin was good on the Cal side of things. So uh, before we go to Cal though, Bobby Hurley by the way has done a phenomenal job yeah. with ASU. They're still rolling. Yeah. Oh, they're good. And you know, oh, this is what I, I wanted to say. Yeah. As far as the Viking Jones era goes, this tonight was the sixth unique starting lineup that he's used, and at this point, I don't it, even remember the starting lineup. No, no, no. It, 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 I, no, it was like uh, McNeil suing. Uh, I like both those guys in the starting lineup. McNeil suing Kelly. Oh, I'm not big on on Kelly. Kelly uh, uh, he's like an undersized power forward. It was Van. It was Vanover. <laughs> Vanover suing Kelly, uh, Matt Bradley, and I love Bradley. Here's uh, the, the fifth. Here's the lineup yeah. I would roll with. McNeil obviously is the one, but he's and not. McNeil and McNeil. And yeah. McNeil's always not going to play point guard, but he's gonna he's yeah, gonna he's be not. your quote unquote starting point guard because I think they all can handle the ball. I, I, this is straight positionless too, by the way. We're gonna go McNeil, Matt Bradley, Justice Suing. I agree with those three. And then those other two's where it gets tough. So I I, I have I'd say Vanover too, just to have the height. Yes, and because he can stretch the floor with shooting the ball, you don't even need him to be a rebounder because you already have Suing and Bradley who can play big. And then that fifth, I mean, I don't want to start. I mean, they can play big, but there's not against, definitely not against Arizona State. Yeah, and then that fifth spot, I mean, even the those two spots are kind of a wild card for me. I really don't know who I'd put at that fifth spot. You got Grant Antisevich, Jacoby Gordon. Antisevich is tall. And I'm not big on Jacoby Gordon he either. Had, he can't hit a free throw no. if and like, Antisevich to save his is life. A, I, to me, I look at him like an undersized big. He, he's he listed as 6'8". He uh-huh. looks more like 6'6". Six, six. Roman, yeah. Roman, da- Roman Davis. I wouldn't start Roman Davis. I wouldn't start him, but I like If I had five players. <coughs> you got to find, you gotta find I, whoever I your best shooter Davis. off the bench is. And they really don't have tonight. They got outscored on the bench badly. They don't have anybody coming off the bench. Yeah. They have no depth, and I think that's been the problem with the Cal team well, all year. Is just no sort of depth whatsoever coming off the bench, and it's just our starter. We rely all on our starters, and when you know they start getting tired, they're not going to be obviously putting up as many points um, as we get later on in these games, and they just you know lose focus, lose track of where the goal is, and then boom, done. See, ya. I guess well, you as, have to start Andre uh, Kelly. As right? far, yeah, well, that's the thing. He's like the he's the best scorer. Period. Who's, who's remaining? But the thing is, as far as the as far as the as far as as far as this this sixth unique starting lineup thing goes, at this point, if you don't know your starting lineup and you're still testing things, I mean, it's been clear to us for a while that this season was a throwaway. But I don't know that Viking. Not I don't want to say doesn't care, but I don't know if he knows what is is like, like what to do. I, I think he. I think I honestly. Well, that was the case I, last. Well, year. I honestly think that he just doesn't. He doesn't know. Like there, there are times when you have, when you look at teams, you look at basketball teams who are you know good on. They're okay, they're good players, but they just can't. You know, they can't execute, which is how it is a lot of the time in football. Like Cal, you know, okay on paper, like they just couldn't execute on offense. No, this, as far this as, roster's not as, even okay as, on paper. As far, well, as far as the, <laughs> they have two guys that yeah. can be p- uh, potential cornerstones to build around, and that's still going to put you at probably a. Subpar 500 team, but Justice Suing and Matt Bradley are both guys that can be really good in I'm, the Pac-12. I know. I'm, I'm just saying, as far as the Cal football season, the past year, just there, there's there's the teams who who have good players who can't execute, but 
I don't think that's the problem anymore for Cal because you, there's just coaching. it's the coaching is just you start six different he start I mean I get the Paris Austin is out and that adds a whole oh, different thing. Oh, that's that's what I'm missing. My goodness, that's would be my fifth starter. But yeah, but, Obvi- but he's hurt. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. So, but it's, but this thing, how how successful can that roster be? So you have Paris Austin obviously being your ball handler, your play initiator. McNeil adds like a huge. Like depth to that roster, like McNeil is honestly. It's like, like you almost. It's like the same thing we're talking about with Remy Martin. You almost want McNeil coming off the bench, just so you can create some depth. But you're probably gonna have to start him because you literally don't have anybody else to start over him. He has so those history. two guards. I put Matt Bradley at the three, Justin Suing at the four, and probably Vanover at the five. And my first guy off the bench would probably be Kelly or Gordon, but Kobe Gordon's not. He, he can't shoot. He's very slow. He's coming off a torn ACL. M- McNeil uh, hit something ridiculous. He hit like 67 threes last year. Yeah, freshman record. And he, uh, uh, granted, one game he hit like 13. Yeah. And I think he still not shot bad. really no, low. He's but this year, well. uh, this year, I have I have the, probably the thing somewhere. But yeah. he's not shooting nearly as many threes. McNeil is... Uh, no, and I think I think that's more to the new style the, of play. The, yeah, the, play. The, the, uh, Higher pace. I think they're trying to get to the rim a little bit more. McNeil, they're playing fast. McNeil shot 33. Th- well, you know, that's that's pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30, that's below average. Thir- but they're, they're about no yeah. thirty three. No, I'm, I'm saying he's hitting, he's hitting thirty three threes total. Threes? No, 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 threes total. Oh, what's he's, his hit he's, he, he's hit thirty three. His percentage thirty seven five. Going that's into, good. That's that was going average. in a night's game. Yeah, I right. probably want him shooting a little more. Thirty three over what sixteen games? We're sixteen games in. Yeah, this fifteenth game was today. All right, oh, so two threes a game. I Cal four, has been five. picked. In the preseason media poll to finish in the last two in the Pac twelve. Do we still think that is? Oh true? no, no, it's last. It's last now. No, I'm just saying, Oregon do we State's think worse. bottom two? Yeah, them in Oregon State. Washington State, I think, is worse. Oh, wow. I forgot. Oh. Yeah. I we watched, might get beat by Oregon State. I probably State haven't watched enough of Washington State, but I'll tell you, Oregon State. We could get beat by Oregon State, Nash. Probably. This seems really bad. We came yeah. like 10 <laughs> seconds away from getting beat the, by Cal Poly. Yeah. The, before the season, I said they win eight games. They go eight and 22. What are they right now, Sam? Five and 10. So I'm on pace. All right. Do, so uh, I might, they, I might, I'm, they might go over what I. They said. might go over what you said. No, so the games know. are going to get tougher. They're, okay, what games are they winning in the Pac-12? They played a competitive game against UCLA. Okay, sorry, we're getting a phone call in the studio right now. I yeah, I mean, also my away. thing is just you know, the fact that there are three. Obviously, there are the three worst teams in the Pac-12 uh, basketball conference well, right now: Oregon State, California, and Washington State. I'm asking if. Cal finishes in the bottom two of those yeah, three teams. Yeah, because let's think about it. Who are they beating yes. in the Pac-12? They probably are only going to... They they only have a shot at Oregon State or Washington State. They're not going to be Stanford, no way Utah, They're not, not going to be Colorado. Oregon, nope. UCLA, and Washington Sam, a big and Colorado Arizona are so far-fetched. Hey, Colorado, look, we got Case Keenum and Tad Boyle. That's all we need in Colorado. Wow. <laughs> you know, guys, they've been well, wanting I'm, people. I'm people, their schedule. people have been wanting to fire Tad Boyle. Do you guys hear about this? Really? There's like, there's a huge, there's like, we're big, not talking Colorado. I'm just saying, you know, while you look up your uh, your, your thing, Tad Boyle is, is my hero. A, we got a hot hotline ringing right here. I'm unplugging the phone. <laughs> Nash, Nash, you can't you Nash can't unplug the is, phone. Here, that's uh, uh, someone trying to get in the building. So we're trying to we're someone trying to get in the building tonight. right here. We're we're in the big boy studio, quote unquote. Well, clearly it's not. If I got a phone ringing in the studio, I've never heard of it's a, a radio hotline, station. Nash. Why would we have it? You got to have the hotline. But the hotline. It, but when we're on hotline air, bling. it should disable sound on all the other stuff. That's how a studio should be. So That's I'm how gonna, it whoever's works. in charge on here, I clearly got to go make a run and talk to them. I got the schedule pulled up. <laughs> I got the schedule Big pulled 95. up. Big 95.7 guy, Nash Solomon. Yeah, I love having you in the you're house, You're dropping buddy. that title. Yeah, I'm not, I, thanks, for, yeah. thanks for coming down to our level to join us here on Bear Yeah, Talk. this is Amateur Hour. I love coming out to Amateur Hour. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Geez. I have a lot of fun here. I have a lot of fun. They've done a lot of cool stuff. We love having you. What do you... 
Let me I have pull, a lot of fun. Arizona. They're losing to Arizona Saturday. I might, partner, I might try getting out that to the game. Partner. Maybe yep. Jesse can hook me up some free tickets to the Arizona game. Is that oh, possible? Oh, I got you on free tickets if you want. So they're going to lose that game. Uh, this is Hi. bad radio. I'm running through the schedule. Let's yeah, do it anyways, do it. Washington State, that's the, that's a 50-50 game. They're losing to Washington. It's terrible They're radio. losing to Colorado. They're yes. losing to Utah. They're yep. losing to Stanford. They're losing to Oregon. They're getting blown out by Oregon. Bull Bulls <laughs> done for the year. That's yeah, very sad. They're getting blown out by Oregon. They might beat Oregon State. They're lo- ah, UCLA, they played competitive against the other night, and they're home this time. I'm definitely going to make it out to that. The night before Valentine's Day, bring your loved ones out. They're losing to SC. They're losing Arizona. Arizona State again. They're losing Washington. They're losing Washington State, Stanford. So maybe they win two. They probably split the Washington State games, and they probably split the Oregon State games. So two more wins on uh-huh. the year. That's seven in, like a 7-23 record. I said they go 8-22. They go under what I said. Shame on you, Viking Jones. Goodbye. That's your job. Out the door. You think he's done after this year? They won't fire him just because they owe him money, but they should. I'm sorry. Great guy, but man, what did they win last year? Ten games? That accumulates yeah. to... 18 wins in two years. You're averaging a 9-21 and 21 record. That's yeah. He's a recruiter. Pitiful. He's not a head coach. I mean, He's not I think, even a recruiter. I, I mean, he if can't I'm Jim, even recruit. If I'm Jim Knowlton, I fire him immediately. Like, good job giving Justin Wilcox the extension. Great job with that. Phenomenal. Fire Viking Jones. See ya. And he's, while he's we're on the topic of coaches, yes, please. Okay, yeah. Let's just say, I, I, I was very upset after the cheesy bowl with Justin Wilcox. You got to have the ability to find a starting quarterback. Bo Baldwin. But that too, but man, okay. compared to Viking Jones... Justin Wilcox is like the greatest hire that has oh, ever happened yeah. in the history of sports. Not even close. Just, just what he's done though, like he's bought in. He's done everything in his power to make it successful right away. He's not getting the flashy recruits. No, it's all about scheme. Wyking Jones isn't an X's and O's guy, and he's not a recruiter. Guess what, Justin Wilcox? Probably not much of a recruiter, but his scheme that's leading to success, yeah. he's going to get the recruits. He's going to get them eventually. Our Viking defense Jones, only gets better next year, by the way. Yeah. Our defense They're going to get better. Top twenty in the country this year in most of the defensive like the major and defensive got, categories. They've gotten in both years that Wilcox yeah, has been there. Exactly. I do think they need to figure it out on offense. They're getting that transfer quarterback from UCLA. Yeah, Monster. Doesn't do much for me. But well, hey, it's, Brandon it's, Mack win part two. Hey, I'm not saying he will be that, but we're going through the whole same offseason. Spring ball, February twenty second for for Cal football. That's what the first time we'll see Monster. And uh all Is the, he already here on campus? Uh like, I, think, I think he's coming next so he probably a couple come, weeks. He didn't come last semester? No, no. They they had a they had one of their recruits actually able to practice with him until the bowl game, but not a, but now he can't come back till next fall. It's a very re- weird loophole in the NCAA. Uh, yeah, very yeah, weird. But, but uh yeah, the uh they got spring ball starting on February twenty second, just a week after pitchers and catchers. So hey, got a big baseball uh, guy. Do they have the dates getting open to the public? Because I definitely want to get out there. Yeah, I think they got some Saturday, pre- definitely the spring so game. So plug it up, plug it up for I all, don't, the, all I, the fans I, out there. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get there. I, I don't, I don't have it off the Listen, top of my head. Listen, football now. is twelve months a year. In three weeks, we're gonna be talking about what's next for this Justin Wilcox team. What do you got? That, we're gonna be talking about it pretty soon. Well, we'll have a chance to talk about it. Then. And by the way, <laughs> it, it, Bo Baldwin needs to be fired. Hey, he will. Well, he, no, I mean, he's not. He, he is he's not. He's maybe a, next year, but not this. No, year. No, they're gonna give him another year. Yeah, and I don't want to see a midseason fire. Uh, but I, I, it's going to be tough. I don't I mean, Wilcox doesn't have a whole lot of offensive ties. He's always been a D coordinator, and he's never really – every team he's pretty much coached for was under uh, Chris Peterson of Washington, and Chris Peterson pretty much calls this place. So it, I don't know what offensive ties that he has a great relationship with that he can bring in well, that he trusts. Well, I'm glad to see Bo Baldwin back, actually. I'm, I'm, offense wasn't great. I can't rest that – you can't say that that was only Bo Baldwin's fault. Play calling was – Play I'd calling was awful, it was, but no, I blame no, no, Justin no, 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 Wilcox no. as well because you got to have the ability to be confident in one quarterback. The biggest game of the year, and you're putting in a kid that hasn't played all year? You know what I'm saying? Shame on we you. actually did have a chance to beat Washington State this year, and then 
Brandon McIlwain throws that pick in the back of the end zone. The Brandon McIlwain, who's actually now being converted to a wide receiver for your California Golden Bears. Is that official? Bears. Yes, because he he's can't. Not, he's not fast Because, enough. no, he can't but get tackled. get this. So he can't get, that's the reason, is that he can't get tackled. They can't have him be a quarterback, because obviously, you know, he's not that good at throwing the ball. They can't have him be a running back, because he fumbled the ball over 10 times this year, and most of those were for a recovery from the other team. It's not so good. They, re- they decided, okay, we'll change him into receiver, because he's hard to tackle. What do you think about it? I think that's he's, he should be he should be a second, <laughs> second or third string guy. He's not he's not a first string wide receiver by but, any, I mean, any stretch but what of the imagination. That? He's a second or third string guy on a team that Look, finished Bears, ba- in the middle of the road of the Pac-12 in a conference that's one of the worst conferences right now listen, in the terms listen, of Power Bears, Five conferences. Bears Bears are very thin at wide receiver. They're keeping him there. They're converting two wide receiver just to have that depth because they don't have anyone. They got some immediate guys coming in with their classes here, some JUCO transfers, but the wide receiver position is going to be ridiculously thin next year, and so they need a they just need bodies. I think and at that position. It's supposed to be a system that doesn't require the big receivers. It should be something that a lot's going to the creative play calling, all the all the deceptive. A lot's going to depend on on how he does this baseball season. I think whether or not he's going to keep playing football because he has a breakout season this year on the baseball field, which he can. There's there's a spot for him. Yeah, it's his first year playing baseball. Uh I won't get any of those. He he played baseball at South. (laughs) He he played a season at South Carolina, but he he got injured at his sophomore year. I I will not be making any. Yeah, you hate appearances. Evans Diamond. Yeah, Evans Diamond. That's it, Nash. What you got it. it. You got it. I the only time I walk by it is is that right? Did they I got two dollar right? Tuesdays. They, they got it. That's that's they you get pretzels for two dollars. No, I didn't know. I only, also when I go to the RSF to play basketball myself. Oh, uh, Nash balls. No, it's just I'm, I mean the baseball team. Brandon Mack went out there. Those are two things that just aren't in my interest right now. I uh-huh. told you college baseball is the least relevant sport in America. It that's true. Jesse's horse racing is more relevant. That's true. Because I can win some money doing that. You know what? Bobby Hurley, amateur horse racer. He's 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 a he's like a thoroughbred uh, horse racer right now. He Sam owns a race Stats horse. brought it's to you true. by KALX Berkeley 90.7 FM. Well, and that's, that's yeah. you know, I, I know... You got another all, 30 minutes? Th- this is, nah, we, no, we, we can't. Can I pay you for some more airtime? You can pay me for some more airtime than we can ask, you know. Well, QBX is, is next year yeah. on, on CalX. If you're listening on a podcast, thanks for joining us. Anchor.fm slash BearTalk. Plug our Twitter handles. Anchor.fm slash BearTalk. Nash, uh, you, I don't remember your Twitter handle. Uh, well, mine's at NashTheCrash, two E's in the... Okay, I'm at the wise man ninety eight. Who gave you that nickname? Jesse's Jesse's Lil, Lil Mister O. I'm Lil Mister O. Well, now, uh, is that you spell out Mister or just M R? M R. Yeah, make sure you yeah, catch Lil us Mr. at catch us at seven twenty five p.m. Pacific time this coming Saturday night. Arizona versus Cal. It's going to be Sid Nike, and I hope Jesse O. If he can make it on the call, seven twenty five p.m. Saturday night. Appearance. Catch us on catch us on Bear Talk every Wednesday night. At 9 p.m. Pacific time and online at anchor.fm slash bear talk. It's been great to have you with us. Bonus episode online is uh, dropping early next week for uh, for bear talk online, anchor.fm slash bear talk, women's basketball. For Nash Solomon, Sam Wiseman, I'm Jesse O. Saying good night here from Berkeley, California, and we hope to see you again soon. And as always, go Bears.